Welcome to the Travel Moms Podcast. I'm Penny, your host. I talk with moms from all over the world who share their story, tips, and advice with us. Some travel part-time, full-time, anyway, you name it, they do it, and they share it here with us. I hope that you'll listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Travel Moms Podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 74. My guest today is a wife and mom to two, and they travel in a converted bus. This is the first guest that I've actually met face-to-face, and I'm very excited to talk to Hannah today. Welcome to the show, Hannah. Did you know that you can sponsor the Travel Moms podcast? Contact me today, and let's get started. Hey, Hannah, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, thank you. I'm so excited to have you on the show tonight because there's two firsts for me. One is I'm actually recording this in my van, which I've never done a show in my van. And the second one is you are my first guest that I've actually met in person. I feel so honored. <laughs> well, well, thank you. But that, <laughs> I, you know, um, we were talking before the show. We actually met at a tiny house festival in, um, where was it at in Florida? In Gainesville. Gainesville, that's right. In Gainesville in February before, um, you know, COVID hit and everything. But it was so nice meeting you and your family. And, and so I'm, I'm excited to talk to you tonight. So on that note, could you tell us a bit more, Hannah, about you and your family? Sure. So my husband and I, we got our bus in November of 2016. It was just the two of us at that time. Since then, we have added two little ones. We have a daughter named Nora. She is turning two in a month. And then our son, Atlas, who was born in June. So he just turned three months a few days ago. And we live in our tiny house converted school bus. Uh, We travel when we can and we're stationary also. So we're a little bit of both. Um, Our home base is in central Florida. And basically we are just kind of living a life of more adventure and less things and kind of showing our kids that you don't need a lot of things to be happy and you can just live simply and enjoy the great outdoors and the world around you. That's wonderful. Could you tell us about your bus and also why a bus over like an RV? So our bus is a 35 foot 1991 International Bluebird. And we chose the bus because at the time uh, we didn't have any kids and we knew that that was in our future. And we knew that um, we were going to start our family in the bus. So we picked it over an RV because For one, uh, buses transport kids every day, so they are built safer just in that aspect. Um, And then also we've seen a lot of pictures of RVs with trees on them um, and all sorts of accidents and they get crunched. So structurally the bus is just made to be more durable. So that was our main reason with the bus um, because our kids' safety is our priority, so that um, kind of covers that part of the bus. But our mm-hmm. bus 
Um, we have it set up so that we have a full kitchen and a living space. And then we each have our own sleeping area. So Nora has a mini crib and we have a queen size bed and Atlas has a little bassinet next to the bed. And y'all do have a very cute bus. Now, I saw it before the baby because you were pregnant at the time when I met you. And so y'all were able to convert and fit um, the little baby in there, which I think is amazing. Did y'all convert the whole bus yourself? Yes, we did. Um, It was mostly us with family and friends. Um, Couldn't have done it without those extra pairs of hands. Mm -hmm. That definitely helps. And did your husband have experience building before or was he a first time builder? And the reason why I ask is because like I've never, ever even used any kind of tools whatsoever other than a hammer to hang a picture. But I (laughs) converted the whole van myself and I think you just kind of learn as you go. So did he have any experience before then or did y'all just figure it out, watch YouTube and learn from other people? He was definitely a learn as he goes. And um, also lucky for us, we had we have a really good friend who was able to lend us the tools and show us how to do things and kind of guide us through the mm-hmm. initial process of like how to even start building um, because Ian's very handy and he thinks very artistically, but he did back when we were building, he didn't know how to like where to start, what tools to use. So now when we did our reno over the last five, six months, he's been able to do everything by himself now that he had that first go around with the bus. So it's been really neat to watch how and see how much he's really evolved, like with his building experience and his creativity and everything. Because even when we started our build almost four years ago, there was not the resources that there are today, like the, all the YouTube accounts and blogs and stuff. Those were very few and far between. So we kind of had to be the guinea pigs of the community (laughs) in a way. So there's a lot of things that we did that are now done differently. um, Just because of those reasons, there's so many people in the community now, which is awesome. And so many resources and books and, all sorts of ways to help you through your build that I don't really think were there at the time when we did. Now, how is it being stationary um, living in the bus? It's nice because we have family within 30 minutes. So it helps us with the kids um, if they want to see their grandparents and just to kind of like feel like, especially now during COVID, like since we don't go anywhere, it's nice for them to be able to go to their grandparents' house and feel like they're getting out and somewhere different versus Mm -hmm. just being at the bus all day. Um, But it's definitely a different aspect. I mean, in a way it's nice because we have our home, it's paid off and we're able to kind of have a little bit more of a routine. Um, But we also love traveling too. So I think we enjoy having that balance of both if that makes sense oh yeah absolutely so what about some um traveling that y'all have done where have y'all been with the bus since you've done it and um how is it driving something that size so we've been um pretty much all over the east coast of florida and um it's 
it's not too bad. We tow the car, so it's it definitely makes the vehicle bigger. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it at the same time, it kind of you don't really notice that it's there. Like it doesn't feel heavier on the drive or anything. Um, so it's not too mm-hmm. bad. Uh, I've driven it a handful of times. Ian mostly does the driving, just because I like to be the one that is. I always refer to it as on call. Like if Nora needs something, well, we haven't taken any major trips with Atlas yet. So this, um, this coming up two weeks, we'll be doing our biggest trip with him because he's only done short little stuff. Um, so I like to be on call, make sure that Nora has her snacks. I'm prep snacks for Ian or if he needs something to drink, I watch, um, things because even though you can secure everything, you never know when you're going to go over a bump that's going to, make something fall. So that's kind of how our driving plan is. But mm-hmm. I like driving it when when I feel it's the right time, not a busy road. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't imagine driving something that big around like Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he definitely does the city driving. I prefer when it's like nice country driving, not many cars around. Just I I know I could do the city driving. But maybe this trip, we'll we'll see. Right. And so you, y'all are headed out in two weeks. What's the plan? So we're going to go up to Georgia. Uh, I don't know if you had met uh, Splendor Oaks at the Georgia Tiny House yeah. Festival. We're going to go over to their little farm. And they're helping us put a roof deck on the bus. And then we're going to head west. We're not exactly sure of a route. Um, we're probably going to go a little bit more north first, just because that's going to be the first place to get the cold weather. And okay. we have a Florida built bus, so we're not, we don't have a wood stove or anything. So we're not prepared for the intense cold. Um, we've been in 30s before in the bus, but I don't know how much colder we want to get than that. So that's kind of what we're thinking. Um, Nora's birthday is October 15th, so we want to give her a fun little birthday adventure, probably somewhere um, where we can go for a nice hike and have a picnic and stuff. But we don't really have a set plan this time, which is kind of nice because usually we have a little bit of an outline, but we're kind of just going with the flow this time. How is it being in such a small, um, a small space with two little ones, especially a brand new baby? It's been great. Um, I don't know if you have seen kind of the updates we've made through what we shared on Mm. Instagram, but we just redid the whole, um, I guess you would call it the living room or the living space across from the kitchen. So we gave ourselves a lot more room for the kids to play and to have like the swing set up for Atlas or the play mat. So there's, there's more, um, walking room in the front, which is where we spend most of our time anyways, because, we're either cooking or we're hanging out at the front there when we're in the bus. So it's been really nice, actually. Um, Definitely a lot smoother than I had thought it would be. I love the little swing that you have for Atlas. That has got to be the cutest thing ever. Thanks. We actually got that on Amazon. So it's been working out really well. And it, it looks like, what kind is it? Because it looks like a little knitted thing. Yeah, it's a macrame bassinet. We actually got it on Amazon. I think it was like 40 bucks. So it's been 
really nice having that next to the bed because we only have a queen size bed. So Mm -hmm. we can't really do the whole co-sleeping thing because there's not enough room. So having him right there, it's basically like we are. And y'all have got to follow them on Instagram because their bus looks like a little home on wheels and it feels like it on the inside too. So who did the decorating? You? Mostly me, but surprisingly Ian has some good input. Um, and it kind of, it kind of threw me off, you know, the beginning of the build because he wanted to leave most of that up to me. But then when I would ask him for advice, like the, our paint color for the cabinets, I told him, I think I want to do something maybe tealish blue. He picked out the color. I was like, wow, you picked it out on the first, like he, we went to Lowe's (laughs) and he was like, I like this one. And that was it. Like we were sold on the, on the color. So he has a really creative eye that I think actually the bus and the whole build process brought out in him. So now when we go thrifting, he's kind of like my second opinion. I'll show him, what do you think of this? And, and he gives me, his honest and usually very accurate opinion. Well, that's really cool. And your husband is so sweet. He just talked to me and answered all my questions that day that, that I'd met y'all. <laughs> he loves helping out anyone in the community because we had so many people help us give us advice at the festivals. And so it was nice to um, be able to give that back at that event. So what kind of advice could you give us for traveling with little ones? I know that you, y'all kind of are just now starting out with both of the little kids, but do you have anything that um, you could share with us on tips and tricks about it? So for us, um, we are, we kind of like to plan our day with structure, but not time frames. Um, because when you're traveling and you have your home with you, it's like, a whole different feel than when you're on a vacation and you have a suitcase and you have to pack for the trip and you have this many days to be in a spot where we try to make sure that we follow a structure to our day. Like for example, we always have breakfast together. Um, we usually will do something active. So we'll go for a hike um, and then making sure that bath time always comes right before bedtime, just so the kids know that it's not just a vacation and a free-for-all. So that's our number one thing that we like to tell people is just having that structure to your day Um, and also just making sure that we – well, again, we haven't done anything with both of the kids, but um, when we traveled with just Nora, we would always make sure to have that one activity during the day to wear her out, wear us out, just being active mostly. Well, I wanted to ask you about your Etsy store. Is that yes. how y'all is that how y'all are able to make money and travel or is there another way that you make money to be able to do what you do? So we do a few things. Um, that's definitely one of them. However, this time when we leave, um, I'm gonna be leaving all my equipment at my parents' house. Um We've just been working so hard this year with the bus and then having the baby and um, Ian had worked a lot. So we're trying to go this time around with nothing to really tie us down in that way, if that makes sense. Like the equipment, um, it's just a lot Mm -hmm. to take with us. And before we would take it in the car. So now that we have two car seats in the back, it just, we don't really have 
that extra space at this time because when we did the reno, we didn't really plan for it. Um, Mm -hmm. And when we're stationary, I work out of my parents' house just so I don't have to have all of that in the bus. So some other things that we do are we go thrifting a lot. um, But with the pandemic, that's been a little bit harder. But we try to go thrifting. And Mm -hmm. based on um, our knowledge of certain types of furniture and um, different items, we do like resale type things. So that's one way. Um, We also work uh, through a website where we are, I guess you would say independent contractors, um, where you can do different search engine evaluation type things. Um, so we do that, which we can do from our phones and that's that we just started, um, earlier this year. So that's been something that we're really excited to do on the road because that kind of supplements for what we were doing through Etsy. Um, but we do sell shirts and stuff at the festival. So we're not really sure if we're going to be doing any events this year, if we're going to make it to them. So, um, also Ian kind of picks up gigs through, an app called pop bookings. Um, they are like brand ambassador type gigs. He did a lot of those when we traveled on the East coast of the U S and that was really fun because he got to go to different events and stores and, um, pass out samples. And, um, that's another contract type thing where he just works through different brands. Um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of what we do. Um, Although while we were stationary this last year while I was pregnant, he picked up a job as a solar installer and that was pretty stationary. So he won't be doing that while we're traveling unless somebody wants him to help on their bus or their van. He's always open to that. Um, but as far as like being tied down to a company, um, not yeah. at the time he won't be doing that. Yeah. Boy, y'all got a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) Yeah, I think for us right now, because um, it's just easier to have a few things versus like one big thing, because we haven't Mm -hmm. found that one big thing that we can do from the road yet. So having the few small things is enough for right now. And if anybody's wondering, she's talking about equipment because she makes t-shirts. Yeah, so (laughs) we have a heat press and a vinyl cutter. Um, I also have six sewing machines and a lot of fabric. Mm-hmm. And we took all of that the first time around. And with our different layout and stuff, we we just didn't plan to bring it. But we definitely will incorporate it um, as the baby devices filter out. It'll free yeah. up space for that stuff. But Now, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and ask this last question for you. Um what advice would you give someone that might be interested in um, converting a bus to travel in? So I would suggest if you even have any thoughts about it um, or have been planning to go tiny, um, just to go for it. I mean, I feel like that's the, the best advice I could give because you can spend so much time doing the Pinterest boards and following all the people that do it and dream about it, but why not go for it? Because you never know what you'll be missing out on. The community is amazing and everybody's so willing to help. And there's so many resources out there that it's just, 
such a great experience that I wouldn't want anyone to miss out on. And I 100% agree with that. Even though I'm not full time, I've, I've already met so many wonderful people. And so, and it's a different kind of people, you know, you, you meet and make friends while you're at work or if you're in a real job and stuff like that. But these are like lasting friendships. It's because you have something in common that not everyday people have. Exactly. And we also have heard the term rolling neighborhoods, which I love that because you can meet someone in one state and then reconnect with them months later in another state and just pick up where you left off. And it's just a unique kind of friendship that you make in this community because everybody's always traveling or somewhere else in the country that you can everybody always has something to contribute. So we've met people where they will say, Hey, we have land over here or come over here and stay with us. We have family here. And just everybody's always so giving and it just, it's so welcoming. Yes. I, like I said, I agree 100%. Even just going to the tiny house festivals, if you're at all interested in bus conversion, van conversion, um, tiny houses, anything that has to do with building it yourself or having someone build it for you, you start going to these places and meeting people and talking to them because we are all, we want to talk about what we're doing, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And everybody wants to help each other out and give back. And we want to give back because we feel like the community has done so much good for us. So it's just so nice to connect with other like-minded people. Well, Hannah, where can we follow you at? So we're on Instagram at Hanzian, H-A-N-Z-I-A-N underscore bus. And we also have a YouTube. Um, the, we have two videos right now. They're really old. But once we get back on the road, we'll be posting more about our travels and our day-to-day routine with the kids on the road and everything. So it's the same on YouTube. So it's Hansian underscore bus. Wonderful. Well, until next time, may your family be blessed and your travels be awesome. Wow, that was another great show. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. These moms always inspire and encourage me to get out and just see the world, and I hope that they inspire and encourage you also. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Travel Moms Podcast, on Facebook, and our website. And you can also listen to these podcasts anywhere the podcast is available. Our two favorite ones are Spotify and Apple Podcast. Until next time, may your family be blessed and your travels be awesome.